This is an MVP podcast, My Village Productions. Welcome to Unsolved America, a show where we explore unsolved mysteries throughout the United States. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I'm your host, Andy. And each week we'll throw a dart at the map and wherever it lands is the location of our mystery. This week I landed on South Dakota. Let's investigate. This week we're going to talk about Alicia Hummel. She was born in June, June 27th, 1985 in Suit City to Laura and Gilman. Or Laurel Gilman and James Wand. She attended East High School and graduated in 2004. She continued her education in South Dakota State University, graduating with a Bachelor in Science in Human Professions and Clinical Sciences, Human Development, and Family Studies Psychology. Okay. So she Damn. she was pretty well educated. She's a little smarty pants. Yeah. Her and her sister were actually raised by their grandparents, Jan and Dwayne Folkers. Okay. It doesn't really explain why that's okay. the case, but they were just being raised by their grandparents. They loved okay. them. They lived with them. Okay. Um, Jan and Dwayne really fostered education and really impressed upon them that education was key for their future, as okay. most parents do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she studied in South Dakota State University and graduated in 2009. Okay. And then she continued in school and earned another degree from University of South Dakota in 2012. Damn. Okay. She considered going to get her master's degree, but she realized that she was just over school. Fair. And her friends. 100% fair. I get it. Right. Getting two degrees and then a master's. I just did one degree in a master's and I was over it. (laughs) But her friend Jody explained that she absolutely loved kids. Okay. So she got a job teaching preschool in Sioux City instead. Okay. And in 2011, while in college, she actually married her high school sweetheart. Oh, that's fun. I know. That's cute. But (laughs) the marriage didn't last, of course. Not cute. Okay. Um, The two separated in 2014. Oh, no. And she was finally coming to terms with it and moving on. Okay. And becoming independent and finding herself again. Um, Well, that's good. Alicia leaned on her friends for support and all of their bonds strengthened with her friends. Okay. Because... They were just an emotional support for her. Yeah. So on June 1st, 2015, 29-year-old Alicia at the time kicked off her summer vacation by fishing on a warm, sunny day at Myron Grove of Clay County, South Dakota. So that morning, Alicia called all her friends and were... They were asking, or she was asking them if they wanted to go fishing with her. Okay. All of them said no. Because, like, if I don't have a smooth, like, if you didn't invite me, like, three weeks prior and it's not on my calendar, I'm not going. Right? And, but all her friends. Three weeks is a little much. (laughs) At least a week. You got to give me time to prepare. I have to mentally prepare. Get the worms. I don't know. (laughs) Get the worms? Oh, to fish. (laughs) That makes more sense. I was like, worms? 
We don't have, want tapeworms. I have to have a really good excuse not to I was go. Say, you're just fishing for an idea. But I'm to like deuce out on her to flake out on her all right but she went by herself anyway and all of all our friends noted that it wasn't unusual for alicia to partake in activities by herself okay um she's independent she's independent she loved fishing and it was probably one of her most favorite activities okay they also relayed that alicia would always be spontaneous so she would plan something a couple hours before Mm. the actual event like a concert or a trip for the next day yeah i don't understand people like that but i know they're out there i mean yeah i i feel like i don't care about driving an hour but and i would do that spontaneously but to actually like take a trip or go to a Mm -hmm. concert i probably would plan a little bit longer oh absolutely yeah um so the timeline of alicia's last movements come from friends family okay and alicia's usage of the app snapchat okay she's using the snaps yeah she was i mean it was 2015 it was big then yeah do people still use snapchat is it still i stopped using it a long time ago some people do interesting I get on there once in a while. I get on there to look at people's stories, and that's about it. Yeah. It's. But I feel like whatever you post on there, you're also posting on Instagram. 100%. And Facebook. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I digress. So she was using the Snapchat. So then that, that's how they were able to kind of like piece together her last movements right. that day. Yep, and also from her friends and family. So that morning before she left, she was talking with her grandfather, okay, Dwayne, and she asked him if he would be interested in helping her clean any of the fish she caught when she returned home that afternoon. Of course, he agreed, not knowing it would be the last time he would see her. Ah, okay. Later, while on her way to Myron Grove, Alicia stopped at a Walmart. There's no okay. information regarding which particular Walmart location Alicia went to. Okay. Or whether or not she made any purchases. Okay. Oh, because she probably paid in cash. Yeah, probably. But so I, I mean, yeah, if she would have paid in card or anything, I'm sure they could have tracked that. But she sounds like it didn't happen that way. And she. It's also unknown if she was caught on any CCTV, but according to Alicia's sister, Emily, it was learned that Alicia stopped at a Walmart and uploaded a few more selfies to Snapchat okay. where she was posing with her fishing rod okay. on the boat dock of Myron Grove Okay. afterwards. So, so we she know, was there. We know she got there. Well. Of course. Yeah. I mean, we know she got there. And she was the only one in the photos. You couldn't see anyone in the background. She wasn't posing with anybody. And she was also talking with some of her friends at the time with Snapchat. And she had the location on her phone. Mm -hmm. And so people could see that. But no one, again, was captured in the background. And it's believed that she wasn't in a remote area of the lake. Like, so she should have been, like, kind of more of, like, a 
commercial area where yeah. it's like busy. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it was a beautiful day. So there's probably like people out there like having a beach day. And well, and that's the funny thing. No one has come forward saying that they were there that day. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And so that's a little bit weird because no one saw her. Supposedly. Supposedly. And again, she, she from her pictures, you couldn't see anyone in the background mm-hmm. as well. So weird. it's weird. And what's weirder, there's a discrepancy in some of the news outlets of what time okay. Alicia's body was found. And which is kind of weird. I mean... I NBC article states that sh- her body was discovered around 2.30. Okay. And the Seattle Times article states that her body was discovered around 3.30. A okay. state game fish and parks employee who was collecting litter in the area was the one who discovered her body. Okay. And it was at the edge of the water by the boat ramp. Okay. The employees reported discovering the, or just calling the proper authorities right away. Mm -hmm. So it should have been on record of when. Like he made that call. He made that call. They performed an autopsy on the body. Okay. And the cause of death was drowning. Uh, Not obviously, but you can assume so. Mm -hmm. And the autopsy also listed that Alicia had a blunt force trauma to the head. Okay. And an incision on the back of her neck. Okay. Which also contributed to her death. Yeah. That's interesting. And so it doesn't really explain what the ins- what they mean by incision. Okay. Was it a cut from a rock that she fell over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it... <clears throat> Was it- we have clean margins. Is it like jagged? Is yeah. it? I mean, when I think of incision, I think of a scalpel. Absolutely. It's a weird word. Like you said incision. And my first thought went to like, like removing organs. But then I'm like, it's in her neck. So like, clearly we're not like taking our kidney today. Right. But yeah, weird. it's a and it's a weird location. Mm-hmm. So did she fall? Did she, you know? Yeah. Or was she murdered? Obviously, they're all. Everyone is considering this a homicide. Okay. Um, there was no trace of drugs or alcohol in her system as well. Okay. And her car was found parked next to the boat dock. Okay. Um, what was weird is that they never recovered her cell phone. That is interesting. Because she was using it all day. All day. And it seemed that she was attached at the hip to it, honestly. Okay. Because she was talking to friends, she was doing Snapchat, she was whatever. Yeah. Taking pic- taking selfies all day. Interesting. There, so the authorities did rule it a homicide. They feel like they are absolutely certain that the death was not an accident. Okay. Whether or not she was actually sexually assaulted has never been... Disclosed. Uh, disclosed to us. Okay. Um, and it's been withheld from all news outlets. Okay. Yeah, that may be just a part of the case that they're exploring, but they don't have enough information where they can they really want to make a statement on it yet. Yeah. And again, this was now six years ago. Yeah. So 
DNA has come a long way. <clears throat> so if there was something, yeah, hopefully they're just trying to figure out who it was or trying to match. Yeah. If that was the case, I don't know. Huh. Very weird. I know. So Alicia's loved ones describe her as smart, successful, spontaneous, who had a heart of gold. Okay. Um, no one's come forward to say that they were at Myron Grove that day. Okay. This, again, is weird because it should have been a busy day considering all the factors of that day. It was yeah. warm, sunny. It was a popular fishing and boating area and destination. People kayaked there. Okay. And not to mention that Alicia told her friends that people were actually nearby. Okay. So they weren't pictured but in her yeah. background, but she told people that there was a ton of people around. Weird. Yeah. But then, like, why wouldn't you just say something? I, I don't know. People don't want to get involved sometimes, which is... That's so weird. Which is baffling to me. Like, if you know something, you should always reach out because her family doesn't have answers. Yeah. And can you imagine if that was yourself? Absolutely not. There was only one road that drove in and out of Myron Grove. Okay. And it forked a few yards before the dock. One road branches to private properties. Okay. And the other road branches to an area where locals gather um, for fishing and mm -hmm. parking their trucks and whatnot. Okay. The two parking lots were separated by a line of trees. A smaller one near the boat ramp and a larger one to park, like I said, the trees. And then next to the dock, there's a space for one boat to be loaded in and out of the water. Okay. Um, it's a secluded area because you literally don't see it till you get down there, the dock. Okay. And once you get down there, it's a vast open river or lake or whatever okay. it is. And so it's very secluded by trees and shrubbery and forest. Forest. <laughs> um, the area itself isn't staffed with any employees. Okay. There is a which is normal, which is normal. I mean, especially for a lake. There, yeah. The parks and rec. The I keep wanting to call it parks and rec, but it's game fish and wild <laughs> game fish and parks employees come around and pick up litter every okay. so often. And that's when they discovered her body was when one of those employees was doing that. Okay. Um, there's very little leads to go on off of this. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like we're just kind of shooting in the dark. They are shooting in the dark. They They have, again, since no one's coming forward or explaining if they saw anything or that they were even there to even see her. Yeah. It, it's hard for them to have any leads. Yeah. Well, and it's, I mean, maybe with like where she was with like the dock, like maybe just the time that she was there, maybe nobody was in that area. Like if you said it is pretty secluded with like a tree line kind of blocking its view. I mean, if you're just walking to get to where you're going, you're not really like looking through the trees trying to like see something, you know? Yeah. But I, it's a big lake, so people could have been kayaking inside the lake and well, seen true. the dock. That's true. Um, 
again, it was the only dock, so they would have to, if you were using a boat, mm -hmm. you would have to use that dock. Okay. Um, from what I gathered. Yeah. Interesting. So the only lead that the law enforcement department have um, is that they saw a, somebody saw a dark sedan with tinted windows and a loud exhaust system that was reported in the area on the day of Alicia's murder. Okay. It wasn't even reported. Like it was in the air, like where exactly mm -hmm. where she was or right. weird. Okay. So tips started rolling in about people that they thought could commit this murder. Okay. Tips were rolling in about dark colored sedans, but of course nothing ever panned out. Okay. Um, Weird. The detective on the case said, as long as tips keep coming in, they're not considering this a cold case. Okay. Because they are trying to find out what happened. They're they trying are, to piece it together. Right. So. They, are, they are running down every tip that they get. Well, that's good. So obviously there's no arrests and there's no suspects. And of course, everyone's mind always goes to the husband. Yeah, um, I was I was thinking it, but yeah, but so Alicia's husband, Tony, was ruled out. He was actually with um, his friends and family that day. Okay. So he has an alibi of where he was that day. Um, friends and family. Were also closely investigated to see uh, if there was any issues in their relationship mm -hmm. and all of that, but everyone else was ruled out as well. The killer, the law enforcement believes, is likely still on the streets. Um, still out in these streets. Right. And they, the town is really adamant and wants this case to be solved because it's a smaller town. Yeah. And so they want to, they want to feel safe again. And yeah. You know, with this looming over their head, it's it's a little stressful for them because their whole families are going to the same lake to yeah. fish kayak on warm days. And, yeah. you know, who who. We don't know who anybody is. Truly. We don't we don't have any leads. We don't know what had happened with. Uh, you know, witnesses for the case like if there were any i mean i wouldn't feel safe like going to the spot where somebody was murdered and like the case is still open right nah bro i'm good no i mean especially by myself yeah and it it's hard to hard to gather or understand how no one saw her that yeah that's that's the part that's confusing it's like if it was so heavily populated that day why why did nobody see her yeah and why is no one coming forward if they if the town wants to mm -hmm. have this solved right away and so it's just all a little weird the discrepancy of finding her body is weird yeah um and not finding her cell phone yeah and I'm assuming they must have looked like had divers. Yeah, but that would be that would be hard to. I mean, it all well, depends on like how big the lake is, but that would be hard to 
try to isolate exactly where it is. Yeah, but cell phones weigh a little bit. It's not, I mean, I feel like they would Yeah. go towards the bottom, right around the area. Yeah. In my assumptions. I don't know. I have never done the math on the velocity and weight <laughs> of a cell phone. How far does a cell phone go when you throw it at X amount of miles per hour? Uh, let's get Kyle. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so nearly six years later, the murder still remains unsolved. Okay. Jan and Dwayne, Alicia's grandparents, are offering a $5,000 reward for any f- information leading to the conviction in her case. Okay. Um, so if anybody has any information, please reach out to the police department. They're in South Dakota. And let's. oh man yeah let us know or let them know if you if you think of anything or remember back to that day or if you have any tip whatsoever contact them their information will be available on our website at myvillagepodcast.com go to the unsolved america page and you can find all the info there thank you for listening to this episode of unsolved america head on over to facebook and instagram and follow us at Unsolved America MVP. And be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform. If you need to contact us, please email unsolvedamericamvp at gmail.com. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye. This has been an MVP podcast. My Village Productions. 